Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. And you're all I see thinking about the way you and I used to be, yeah. But if you're thinking I don't need answers, you better change your mind. It's time for truth or dare. I want the truth about why I wanted to hold you three times under my body. You had me going crazy. Better than run, better than run. Why'd you leave me without a single warning? You left me hurt and horny. What I do wrong, what I do wrong. Seven minutes in the closet, but we haven't taken clothes off yet. Seven minutes in the closet, there's a timer, wish I could pause Kevin Little, yeah. I wanted to hold you three <laughs> uh-huh. times under my body. Might be number one song from that year. If there was a fire in the studio, the three of us would not have noticed it. No. Because we our were so were into closed. ours. <laughs> into <laughs> ours. That, that song was sung from pure memory. My Our, also, our chairs were spinning I left was, and right. We think we are like just a, wow. Our hands were in the air and we were just moving and flicking also, our wrists. I think we were supposed to be, there's a time I wish I could pause it, but the tea got... Deletes, we all just, we did an anchor man and just, here's a timer. Wish I could pause it. Why would, we, why would he be saying to her, here, here's, here's a timer. timer. Um, guys, welcome back to Fangasm. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. This is season lucky 13, episode four. And the only thing little about <laughs> this season is Kevin. <laughs> it's Kev. Everything else is big. Plot. Dicks. Backstory. <laughs> Brinkus. Heartbreak. Yeah, heartbreak. Boxes that Ron carries. I mean, <laughs> we're just really loving this story. It is so much fun. It's perfect. It's so good. And I bet it will only get better. Yeah. No pressure. I'm so excited. Mr. Benzedrine 89. We're right for <laughs> just this incredible piece. Oh, we're finding all this juicy backstory and there's people in closets. We won't get right into the blowdown yet. I think we have a few updates. I know of one. If you want to hear... Maybe. I mean, it's going to be hard to top that song, I know, melodically, but we're going to play a song that someone sent in after this episode. So yes. if you need like to clean your palate <laughs> yeah. from our singing, stay after the episode to listen to that. Do you have a great birthday, Allie? Yeah, my birthday was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. We're recording we a week in it. advance. It's so hard to do. Like, yeah, we're recording a week in advance so that Allie could have her birthday off to celebrate. Yeah, so I assume I will talk. have had a yeah. wonderful birthday. I know you will. So if we haven't mentioned something that happened really big in the last two <laughs> weeks, here's why. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Magic. I think we really should just get right into the blowdown. Blow, yeah. blow down. So last week, mm-hmm. we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. They are about to spin the bottle. And we learned that Draco and Hermione had, they had a thing 
um, mm-hmm. after Ron and uh, Hermione broke up because Ron was cheating. So we had a little yeah. Draco-Ron confrontation. And then when Hermione and Draco get in the closet, he wants to know, tell me why, tell me why. Why so you leave Here's me? what we don't know. We know they like hooked up three times, but we don't really know like when that happened, when they agreed to get drinks. You we don't, know don't the really time know frame. who Ron cheated with or if they ever got back together after that. We don't know why Hermione left. And Hermione said she left because he yes. couldn't be trusted. And he doesn't know what that means. I mean, if Ron cheated on her, she surely has trust issues. Rightfully so. And maybe she heard rumors. Lindsay, you're like a pessimistic cop. What? Here's what we don't know. <laughs> Here are the answers <laughs> I need. Give me that. I mean, they spent their entire... He got real... Like close to her though in the closet, but then Ron she had his hands down the, her pants. Yeah, I know. They like went right back to the old, and then Ron was like, "Oh, time's up." Hey guys, uh, I think your seven minutes have passed. Oh, that's my, my arm still hurts. Also, an important part of the blowdown is we were, in, we were introduced to a blazabini. Oh, it's a blazabini. <laughs> it throws a great surprise party. It does. He's like, "Oh, Ed, who ordered the pizza?" Can you do? He's gonna order the pizzas later. Can hey, you, I'm making my mama's a homemade pasta sauce. Can you add the oi Draco word? Because like he also has that. Oi, oi, oi Draco. Yeah, there, that's nice. That wasn't so hard. I don't Let's, know if I can keep up a really bad Italian accent. Well, he does, Blaze doesn't speak a lot. Blaze okay. is a man of action. Okay, great. Because Blaze and Looney, Luna hooked up too. We know that. Imagine the hearing them in the closet with Blaze's Italian accent. Yeah. Oh, Luna, oh, take your knickers off. Oh, <laughs> just, um, just like, <laughs> my, mom, just like my grandmother used to make. You know, ah, the basil. You, you know what <laughs> else? They taste like a fresh oregano <laughs> and sugar I, cubes. I know a creature that loves pepperoni sticks. <laughs> Is it a dog? I, I always carry some beef jerky in my underwear. <laughs> I love your Luna voice. Well, so I say we hop into chapter four. Hip hop's lit. Let's do it. Six months, 28 days ago, Draco Malfoy paced back and forth in front of his flu, counting down the minutes until it would be appropriate to step through and meet her for drinks. Ah! Oh, I'm so glad we're going back to drinks. Same. Oh, Merlin, what did drinks mean? Did it simply mean that? Drinks? <laughs> were they supposed to sit idly amongst each other's company and chit-chat? Was drinks taken as code for a foolish romp between the sheets in the form of a Swedish sugar quills rebound? <laughs> Draco could handle being a rebound. He was confident enough in his sexual conquests that if she were to give him one opportunity to bed her, she would never be satisfied with anyone else ever again. Dang. And what sort of drinks were they to partake in? Shots? Sips of brandy? Wine? Wine seemed intimate, <laughs> which is where he wanted to go, but it was far too soon for anything like that. Aww. Sips of brandy. <laughs> I think we're at a sips of brandy moment right now. Love scotches. <laughs> you know how, like, anniversaries have different, like, gifts? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's like paper, the whatever. Like, yeah. each, like, date number two is a sips of brandy date. Yeah. When do you think shots is? <laughs> that's like four. You're yeah, like, trust. that's when you're like, we've gone yeah. out on several really good dates. I'll get a couple shots in my system. Or like you guys up. already are like, whatever date you're like comfortable enough that like there's just like a day and you didn't mean to like day drink and you're like excited and it's like you're yeah. taking shots with strangers you met at the bar and like you guys are like a couple. Date like 800 is just drinking the milk that's been sitting <laughs> in the cereal bowl too long. Yeah. Ew. That's when you're really comfortable. Bowl drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> drinking your own tears of sadness. Yeah. <laughs> you all, you all are right there. <laughs> you all right. You, you all are right there, Draco. <laughs> that? that was Jamaican. <laughs> Kevin Little. Asabini. Hey, you're hey, right. It's, it's hard. I don't think I could do that. Okay, don't do the whole it. time. 
That's just that's do the whenever last you one. feel it. <laughs> the blonde nearly forgot his Slytherin counterpart was here, seated across the living room on one of the three expensive sofas, uh, legs propped up on the coffee table as he read a Playwitch magazine. Uh, you look clean. I always look clean, he grumbled. <laughs> Cleaner than usual, I mean, like you literally washed behind your ears. Of course I did. Draco <laughs> narrowed his eyes. I'm not a barbarian. Blaze rolled his eyes and pushed the magazine up to his eyeline. Who's the lucky witch? Who said anything about a witch? You're dressed in your finest casual clothes, pacing a flu, and you keep checking the time until you can leave. Danny got flu powder up his nose. (laughs) (coughs) You're either meeting up with a witch or you're anxious about a bloke? Harry, (laughs) you rang? Harry's like, hello? Draco flicked his finger and with a bit of magic sent Blaze's skin mag flying over his head and behind the sofa. Blaze scowled but didn't move to retrieve it. So a witch then. Why aren't you so keen on telling me? I'm your best mate. Hardly. We live together. (laughs) Because I don't see fit to live with my parents a moment longer and your mother happened to have this flat on the market through a realtor. You sure know how to make a guy feel special, the dark-eyed wizard muttered. And then he smirked. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, oh, ah, oh. Hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, 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 oh. You all right there, St. Nicholas? Uh, killer bird. Hey. Should I get you a candy cane and pair it with some elves? You're seeing her, aren't you? Panic struck. Hold on, guys. I used the verb dashed today, and Caleb was like, oh, sorry, Santa Claus. Like, dash just means to move fastly. I was like, and then I had to dash home real quick. Do you guys use dash? Yeah, I, I wouldn't associate it like strictly you're not, with it's Christmas. Not like, yeah, I wouldn't Christmify it. Okay, thank you. Just wanted to make sure. If you said I dashered home, I would. I know. I was like, uh, dash is a verb, not a reindeer. <laughs> should I dash through the streets? I might also question if it. If I dash through the I, snow. Dashing through the snow, I get. Yeah, and if you dashed over rooftops <laughs> to save Christmas. Which I do. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> to be fair, I do that. Yeah. Okay, well, sorry. Then I, get I just it. saw dash and say <laughs> Nicholas. Danny, stop sniffing the flu powder. <laughs> He's doing lines, lines of flu powder. Dude, what would doing lines of flu powder do to you? When your brain, you could go I anywhere? think it would stick your finger into somebody else's nose. Like, you know how flu powder, you throw it in and then yeah. you transport? Yeah. By putting it in your nose and then picking it, you like get into somebody else's nose. Yeah, but no one picks their nose after they snort coke. <laughs> For some booger sugar? No? Have you ever heard that term? He's booger sugar cubes. Well, this ain't coke, this flu powder. This is in order to pick somebody else's nose. I know that. Okay, that's one. That's one way. So we have sugar cool cubes job. and booger sugar cubes. <laughs> Noted. It's, it's a sweet season. <laughs> You're seeing her, aren't you? Panic struck through Draco, and he glanced away quickly, appearing nonchalant. Who? Granger. You're seeing Granger. <gasps> Why in seven know? hells would I be seeing Granger? Because Blaze's smirk turned into a smile that gleamed from ear to ear. My friend works in the same department at the ministry that Granger does, and she might have let it slip the other night after some fun that Weasley and Miss Pris split, and I never see you this chirpy. Chirpy? Chippy. I'm not chippy. <laughs> no, you walk around like you have a chip on your shoulder, don't you? Blaze rubbed his chin thoughtfully, shrugging. Fine. It's not Granger. Who is it then? Draco glanced at the clock, one minute till. A smirk trailed up his lips as he gathered up the flu powder, tossed some onto the hearth, Took a booger sugar snort. <laughs> Just dug his finger in someone else's nose. <laughs> no. As he Let gathered- me pick your brain, blue powder. <laughs> Up the nose. <laughs> That's how you pick someone else's brain in the wizard. Uh, yep. A smirk trailed up his lips as he gathered up the flu powder, tossed some onto the hearth, and turned his head back toward his friend. 
Yeah, all right, it is Granger. But he didn't wait to see his friend's reaction. He stepped through the flu quickly and said at once, three broomsticks. I'm not telling you where I'm going, flu better. Three broomsticks. (laughs) I'm out of here. You'll never find me. Good luck finding me. I heard you. What if to be a dick as you got in your the, friend yelled your something friend else? yelled something different? And it I wonder if Flu Powder only reacts what, to your voice. That's what we do with the Alexa at home because we'll say like I'll say you know Alexa turn off the lights and then Marco will screw me over or, <laughs> or you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Six flags. Dit 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 dit. Right. Who's next? Blaze rubbed his hands together. Thoroughly oh, I satis- love this back and forth. Back and forth. So, it's good. so good. Thoroughly satisfied with his time in the closet and eager to get someone else into it. Aww. He shot Luna a devilish wink, which had Theo popping open a top off a bottle of gin and chugging it down barbarically. The infamous fire whiskey bottle laid in the middle of the circle. Now went in the order of Blaze, Draco, Looney, Potter, Hermione, Padma, Weasley, Pansy, Theo, and shite. Why did he keep forgetting about Daphne? So oh mean. God. Her sister Astoria wasn't nearly as forgettable. That's got to be the worst insult. You know what? There better be some daft demption because at the end of the story, like, she's going to do something. She's either going to be, like, amazing in the closet or do it. Like, I need some yeah, daft someone's going in the story. closet with yeah. and they're gonna memorable be like, Daphne. Uh, we'll never forget Daphne again. Luna, looks like you're up next, encouraged Potter, a small tinge of blush on his <gasps> cheeks. Potty. <laughs> really, Potter? Don't appear so eager. Pansy said, voicing what the other Slytherins were thinking. It just makes you appear desperate. Hey, he pushed his glasses up his nose and glared (laughs) over the raven-haired witch. I'm just trying to get this over with so we can all get back to the party. (laughs) You know who Harry's? Did either of you guys watch Succession on HBO? No. No. Oh, my gosh. It's so... I'm not going to ruin it, but there's a character named Cousin Greg who acts like this. He's always like, what time are we allowed to leave the party? And that's Harry. Oh, Carrie and That's Cousin also Greg. you. Yeah, it is me. That's probably why I love that Just character. Just like the character. <laughs> and what's the most unobvious exit that I could dodge out the back? Yeah. I'm like, I'll go in the closet, out the door, to the patio. <laughs> oh, I thought this was a closet. <laughs> Man, I would love flu powder, wouldn't I? <laughs> you would. Irish goodbying all over the place. Oh, yeah. A wizard's goodbye. <laughs> no one's stopping you, Draco pointed out, reaching for his bottle of vodka that had been passed around and currently resided with Granger. He snapped his fingers impatiently, and she furrowed her brow as she handed it back. With a smirk on his face, Draco maintained full eye contact with her as she took a sip and, this time, relished the delicious burn in his throat. Well, Looney, we're all waiting. Luna. She corrected, as if the fact that he basically called her crazy never flittered across her mind. With a smile, she reached out, spun the bottle, and watched it go round and round in circles. Everyone's breath caught, and to everyone's shock, the bottle landed Uh, on Pansy. Oh, my God. Uh I thought this bottle was spelled to land on members of the opposite sex, said Hermione, a crease between her brows. You hiding something between your legs we don't know about, Parkinson? Weasley smirked, to which Potter spit out his bourbon and laughed. The redhead's eyes turned to Draco. You dated her, didn't you? Uh, Had no idea you enjoyed a bit of wood between the thighs. uh, I'm not a man. Pansy shouted at once. (laughs) Technically, said Theo, when we spelled the bottle, we set it to the gender of choice. Does that mean Luna or Pants? I think it mean Pansy. Maybe they're both bi. Yeah, great. At least. Luna grinned from ear to ear as all eyes turned on her. I enjoy everyone's company equally. <laughs> yes, Luna. There wasn't a hint of humility on her face, just joy and dazed expression. But then again, she always wore one of those. But I'm not interested in women. <laughs> you sound like Stimpy. <laughs> 
And I'm not interested in Ren, man. Stimpy. No, you sound like Ren. Stimpy. <laughs> and I'm not interested in women. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> women. <laughs> Pansy insisted, throwing her hand out as if the gesture would solidify her words. Theo smirked wider. We never said you were Pans, but the rules are the rules, and love goods landed on you. He leaned in and winked. You lucky witch. Pansy rolled her eyes, stood, and said in a superior tone, Come on, love good. You should feel honored to be graced in my presence. At least you're a pure blood. <laughs> Luna pushed herself up to stand and ran her hand over Blaze's head as if she were playing hippogriff dragon before following <laughs> Pansy across the room into the closet. Truth or dare? Theo suggested, not waiting for a reply before adding, Great. I say Blaze goes first. Truth or dare, mate? Er, truth? Great. Theo smacked his palm down on the floor. Just how far did you get with Luna in that closet? There was a definite agitation in his tone, peppered with desperation. Blaze, in turn, smirked a smirk worthy of any Slytherin and shrugged nonchalantly. Further than you've ever gotten with her, that's for sure. Whoa. Answer the question. I did. You weren't specific enough. Zabini licked his lips. Though if you want all the details, I can attest she has some perky mounds hidden underneath her sugarless jumper. <laughs> oh, wow. She says two mounds <laughs> on her belly. Uh, <laughs> mounds bars. You've answered the question, Hermione interrupted, throwing her wand up to set the timer. Would you kindly focus? Yeah, I'll focus. Truth or dare, Theo? Ha, like I'd pick truth with you. Dare. Draco snorted a laugh, gingerly sipping from his bottle between chortles. Should I give it to him? Blaze asked. Uh, Please do, Draco replied. Fuck, Theo muttered. I dare you to strip down to your birthday suit and streak the entire <laughs> ballroom downstairs, said Blaze, amused as Theo paled exponentially. Call it penance for being a smug bastard who thinks he can weasel in on my girl. Oof. Oof. She's not your girl, Weasley pointed out. Ooh. You made out in a closet with her. Well, it was a bit more than making out. Her ivory skin held against my ebony. Well, I'll just leave the rest to your imagination. Blaze smiled fondly at the memory while Theo whimpered audibly. You have till the end of the timer, Theo. I'd start undressing. The manor is pretty large and you can't apparate. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Theo begrudgingly scrambled over to the door, kicking off his dress shoes as he went while simultaneously pulling at his tie. I'm just going to get naked out here, if it's all the same. And with that, he pulled the door open, stepped through, and slammed it shut. Wait, said Hermione. How will we know if he did it? Is someone going to accompany him? I like, I like that Hermione likes rules even if it's bad. I know. Is that what you were just going to say? Yeah. <laughs> but not in those words. I wasn't... Say it your way. It wasn't going to be so different. But not, <laughs> not, not, we weren't going to say the same thing at the I know, exact but same like, time. You know, like that she doesn't even realize she's being a buster. She just wants them to follow the rules. Hey, because you found that Smirnoff ice, you have to drink it. <laughs> um, also, um, he iced you. Also, there's so many loopholes. They're like, you can't apparate. But they can also be like, no invisibility close. No muflato. No silencing others. <laughs> Excuse me, muflatio. No muflatio. <laughs> oh, we'll know by the roar of laughter, Drago replied, shooting yet another wink in her direction. Both their eyes glanced up at the timer. Only one minute had passed. Truth or dare, Harry, said Padma. Oh, um, truth, I suppose. Aren't you and Ginny dating? Potter's eyes turned down to the floor. Yeah, um, not so much. She's with Wood now. <gasps> Oliver Wood? Draco Whoa. raised an eyebrow, then shrugged. I mean, it makes sense. The golden boy shot him an incredulous glare. What? Don't worry, Harry. I've got this. Ron Weasley nodded once and then turned his sights on Draco. Truth or dare, Malfoy? Shit. Draco thought about it. A dare by a Weasley sounded dangerous in comparison to a truth. A truth he could manipulate. Yep. Truth, then. 
Weasley smiled confidently, setting a nervous bubble in Draco's stomach. He set a smirk on his face to counter his sudden bout of nausea. What happened between you and Hermione? Numb. Draco went numb. His feet, his face, his hands. All blood traveled away from his extremities as a chill set Draco's entire body frozen in place. All of that extra blood now pumped tirelessly through his heart, making it work double time. Though he still wore that smirk, a bead of sweat formed on his brow. Uh-oh. That smug... Wet brows. Oh, wet brows. Oh, no. He needs his tie. <laughs> Put his tie up there. <laughs> that smug fucking shithead. Draco was going to hex him into oblivion. He just needed to make it look like an accident. Beep, beep, <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Forgot I was the Brinkus scale. <laughs> Six months, 28 days ago, still. Drinks, as it turned out, meant four rounds of butterbeer in a booth at the Three Broomsticks and Hermione delving into her childhood fear of heights due to falling out of a tree when she was nine years old. Mm. It's when I began to show early signs of magic. The way I landed, I should have broken my ribs. I landed on a boulder the size of your ego. (laughs) Draco smirked, leaning his chin on his hand as he listened to her drabble on, uncaring if she thought his ego was large. As long as she didn't assume anything on him was small, he could hardly care less. How many times had he dreamt of this moment? How many restless sleeps had he put up with before they actually became a reality? The dream he had earlier this week, the one of her showing up on his doorstep, crying only to beg him to help her forget about her ex, it felt so vivid, almost as vivid as her here, right now, across from him. Wait, was this a dream too? Unexpectedly to her, Draco took his head out of his hand and pinched his arm. Ouch, no, this was real. This was very, very real. So sweet. Thank Merlin, he muttered. Come again, she asked, raising an eyebrow while staring down at the slightly irritated skin on his forearm. I, nothing, he smirked. Continue. You weren't even listening to me. Was so. He drew circles on the table with his index finger as he recited. Your mother said you must have had a guardian angel. Little did she know it was all logical. His smirk grew in size. See, Granger, I'm listening. Everyone knows how to repeat the last line of what someone said when you're not paying attention. Right. A hint of pink stained her cheeks as she sipped on her butterbeer. After setting it back down on the table, she replied, mm-hmm. You're just full of surprises, aren't you? Oh, you've no idea. So, he tried to think of the best way to approach the subject, which had been on his mind for most of the evening. You and Weasley are no longer sitting in a tree? <laughs> she scowled, confused by his comment. K-I-S-S-I-N-G? <laughs> oh. She managed to giggle behind her hand at the childhood rhyme, though her eyes were a bit redder around the edges as she shook her head. No, no trees, no kissing. She folded her hands down on the table, though they were extended out towards the middle where Draco's rested. He wondered if he was looking too much into it. Probably. We've been having problems for some time now. I can't remember the last time we even held hands. She released an airless, bitter laugh, staring down at her hands almost accusingly. This break is more like the last nail in the coffin. I'm not sure I could go back. Draco Malfoy wasn't a brave man. Bravery never ran in his family. However, running certainly did. Running away from every problem, every confrontation. Self-preserving that he was, he had the sudden urge to reach over the table and overlap her hand with his own. And then he did. (laughs) It was simple. (laughs) It was simple, unassuming, entirely comforting. To his amazement, her fingers split apart, allowing his own to weave between them. There was silence, comfortable silence, Mm. even if Draco's heart slammed against his chest like a horse forced to stay in a stable. Harry says I should forgive him, she said quietly, staring down at their hands. Molly, Fred, even Ginny, they all think, who cares what they think? He cut her off. There was a pang of jealousy he knew he wasn't worthy of, but Mm. he shoved it deep down. Her eyes flickered up to his face, 
and he stirred in his seat restlessly, still not willing to untangle their fingers. All my life, I've been told how to dress, how to think, who to date. It all gets a bit tedious when you get down to it. I've learned to make my own decisions in life. You should too. A faint smile graced her lips. Is that why you asked me out for drinks? She almost sounded as if she were flirting with him. When he raised his gaze to hers, he realized she was. Ah. His serious expression settled into a confident smile. Maybe. A slight. His hands were in her hair as he trailed kiss oh. after seductive kiss down the side of her neck, leaning her back against his own sofa as he crawled on top of her. Drinks, it turned out, weren't really drinks at all. Mm -hmm. They were pretense to something far more exhilarating, being invited back to Hermione Granger's flat. Never in a million years did Draco actually think he'd make it this far in her doorway, let alone on top of her. He dreamed about such a moment but never thought it would happen. Their tongues met in a flurry of sighs and moans, some of them Draco's. She tasted like butterbeer, chocolate, and magic. Aww. It was all so delicious. He couldn't help but weave his fingers through her curls and tug lightly at them just to ensure she was real. This was real. He settled between her legs and she curled them around his waist, pulling him down on her so he practically had to turn them on their sides to keep from falling onto her. Hermione now pinned between the sofa and Draco, sighed contently into a slower, sultrier kiss. He released her hair to cradle the side of her head with one hand while running the other down the length of her body, tracing her shoulder, her stomach, her hip, her leg. Mm. Then he hooked it up and pulled their pelvises tight to each other. Every <laughs> knuckle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Draco, you forgot the knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> the attention he bestowed on her was rare for any Malfoy. His entire family was less physical when it came to showing adoration. But he needed her to know that this meant something to him. Unlike the dreams he had, which usually paired with him calling her mudblood because obviously his pureblood roots hadn't got on board yet, with the fact that he craved a muggle-born witch. The real Draco was much more tender with his words as he broke away from a heated kiss to mumble, Your hair looks less like a poodle today. Fuck, what? what? <laughs> well, that came out lamer than he intended. <laughs> Someone has never made a compliment before. Wow. Has Matt ever like made a weird comment about your hair like that? No, mm. I've never had a poodle comment. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> That's definitely a page out of the game. I know we've talked about the book The Game before in here, mm -hmm. which is like a neg. Like mm -hmm. it's a perfect neg. Perfect. Hermione twisted up an eyebrow and giggled. Thank you? Um, I mean, it looks nice. You might need to work. She captured his lower lip between her teeth. On your compliments. He smirked. Oh, did you think I was trying to compliment you? Draco brushed his nose against hers. I'd never do such a thing. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't, would you? Hermione's hand reached down and found his on her outer thigh, bringing it between them to rest on her covered breast. He didn't need cueing as he began to knead her through her shirt, delighted in the shiver that ran up her spine. Does this mean I can call you Hermione now? She planted a gentle kiss on his lips. Is that what you want? Amongst other things. Her fingers caressed on his shirt, hitching in the waistband of his trousers. Is this wrong? Her voice was contemplative. What we're doing? Does it feel wrong? Not entirely, Hermione said. Then it isn't. He massaged her breast tenderly, causing her eyes to flutter closed. He looked at the situation strategically and saw his in. I've seen the way you look at me, around the office. He brushed his lips down hers. When you think I'm not looking, I notice, Hermione. I see it all. <gasps> she quivered as his hands snaked down her stomach and crawled beneath her skirt, making a path up her smooth skin to her bra. Still, he noticed, and she didn't deny it. Concentrating on throwing himself into the action, 
He tilted his head and kissed her affectionately, all while slipping his fingers beneath her bra and cupping her bare breast. He loved the way she arched her spine in response, pushing herself further into his hand, practically begging for more contact. Merlin, if Blaze could see this, his jaw would surely unhinge. No, wait. The thought of Blaze watching him in any capacity fooling around with Hermione Granger was revolting. Dear Cersei, he really needed to work on his phrasing. Draco, Draco, he heard Hermione sigh, bringing his attention back around. Expertly, he rolled her nipple between his thumb and forefinger, making her writhe beneath him. Mmm. Ooh, listen to that, he teased amusingly. You said my name, without hesitation. He pushed himself further down on the sofa while hitching the hem of her skirt and bra up and over her breasts, exposing them. He dipped his head forward and caught her left breast in his mouth, lapping at it with his tongue leisurely to listen to her moan. Are we going to have equal nipple That's what I'm hoping for right now. There was a less than graceful discarding of clothes as he peeled the material over her head and over the edge of the sofa, followed by a shift in positions. Draco now rested comfortably on top of Hermione, nestled between her thighs, one arm propped between her and the back cushions to keep himself balanced. He leaned forward and flicked his tongue against her pebbled nipple before whispering, feel free to use it as much as you'd like. Mm-hmm. The end. Whoa. Of that chapter. Oh, wow. Of the chapter. <laughs> And we only got one nipple play. Ugh. Oh, well, boy. I think the action's going to continue yes. in next episode, so. All right. Well, when the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? Up. Wow. Up. Up. <laughs> up. Ones up. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Let's not reinvent this wheel. Mine's up. Up. I'm I am now works. as fully invested in the past as I am the present. Same. Time turn, time turn. Beep, beep, This, this is beep, Lindsay's beep, favorite, beep, right? Beep, 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 huh? You like stories with time jumping. I do. Well, I love like something starting and you know, like we don't know what's happening and then they, yeah. keep, they pop back and they're like, this happened and they pop forward and you're like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> She likes that thick plot. Yeah. Thick I like my plot. Thick. Like I like my booties. Thick. Thick. I like with two C's. Am I ruining the metaphor? Thick. Allie? Wow. I'm up. Up. Wand up. Hey, you up? Hey, two hey, wand. Hey, hey, love, fangasm. Hey, 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 hey. Wand up? Hey. Wand up? <laughs> Speaking of two wand, two fangasm, <laughs> Allie, you had a realization earlier that Lindsay said stick around for one song, but that's not true. We got two songs. Two, 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 two songs. Boner song. Song numero uno is a song by Sophie, and it's actually a throwback to season one. The song is entitled Shut Up and Get Me Off, Ugh. and it features Hermione and our favorite professor, or Mr. Erogenous Zones, 45 <laughs> Minutes of Kissing, Snape. And so good. the second song is by Juliet, and this is another favorite. This is... Her version of The Deathly Swallows, <laughs> and it is to the tune of Shallow. Oh, I mean, nothing tops us. I found a video, la, 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 found la, a video of us. Juliet with- has not gotten to our rendition yet, thank God, because oh. hers is going to be way better. I can promise you, whatever you've created is 1,000 times superior to what we did. I found a video of us listening back to when we did Swallow for the first time. We're in there, and it's like when we like went really high and bad, and we're like crying laughing because it's so bad. <laughs> So embarrassing. Going, it's wah, crazy. Wah. I can't believe somebody found that video of us. <laughs> ah. Weird. <laughs> we sounded like Scuttle in Little Mermaid. Wah, 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 wah. 
<laughs> so thank you to Sophie and Juliet yes. for writing these incredible parody songs. Enjoy. Turn it up, turn it up. Bye. Danny, Ali, and Lindsay. This is Sophie. I thought it was about time that I submit a good old song parody to the pod. This song is one that I've been sitting on for a couple seasons. It's a throwback to uh, Snape and Hermione from the very first season, season one. And it's going to be a cover of the song Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. I hope you enjoy. Bye. her knuckles and then her elbow he was so fucking slow she screamed shut up and get me off we kissed for 45 minutes i mean dude shut up and get me off Behind the towel pile And Snape as he looked at her and said Oh, you were made to be worshipped Made to be worshipped She dropped her towel He watched while she was bathing that same water And that used washcloth Her ample curves Next to his corsair He took her hand and kissed He kissed her knuckles and then so fucking slow she screamed shut up and get me off we kissed for 45 minutes i mean dude shut up
For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews. 